Welcome, everyone, to podcast episode number 81 of Calling in the Powering. I am your co-host, Matt Turner, with me, as always, my good buddy, my tag partner, the one, the only, Jushin Thunder <laughs> Wrestle Kingdom Andy Hatter himself. Hey, buddy, what's going on? I'm doing good. I thought you were going to call me Ricochet there for a minute, the one and only. I don't know. I, I don't even know what I was. I kind of I just went for it. That's kind of just went I'd for ra- it. I'd rather Jushin Liger. No, nothing yeah. against Ricochet. It's Jushin Liger. Yeah, my God. So speaking of Jushin Liger, this episode is going to be all Wrestle Kingdom. We are going to preview yeah, it's, and it's, predict the it, uh, the two shows, the one say, on the fourth and the one on the fifth. It's only a few days away. Yeah, only a couple. We're actually recording this on one one. So happy New Year, yeah. happy New Year, partner. Yeah, happy New Year to you too. How was your? Uh, I know you said you went to a Hollywood Hulk Hogan buffet. <laughs> yeah, down down at the uh, well, the Hollywood Casino. The the buffet is called the Epic Buffet. It was pretty good. A little pricey though, and they they didn't have lobster this year, which I don't care because I don't really care for lobster. But man, last year it was packed, and this year it was like hardly anybody's. But they did have the uh, king crab legs and stuff, a bunch of shrimp dishes and stuff like that, and prime rib and turkey. So it was good. But I don't know if I'll go back next year just because it was the same price, and you don't get lobster, which I don't care about. But like you think, hey, if you don't have lobster, maybe knock it down a few bucks. But it was still it was still a good time. But then we left, and like I don't get into like the whole you know getting crazy at midnight thing. So we left, and like I think I was back home when it was midnight, and I was like, I'm, t- I'm so tired. I'm full, and I'm tired. My New Year's went like so, sir. Uh, I was home by myself. Amber had work. She, no, she didn't work the half day. She worked till 2. Lily was over my parents for New Year's. Okay. So as always, what I've been doing probably ever since the 90s is I watch the Flyers on marathon. Obviously, in between you know, certain other things, I go to, go, go to the gym in the morning and whatnot. So Amber got home around 2.30, mm-hmm. and I... She's like, hey, let's go to dinner early. So I was like, well, how early do you want to go? She's like, can we leave in 20 minutes? I was like, wow, all right. What are we, like 80? But sure, no problem. So we went to Longhorn Steakhouse, and we got there a little bit before 4, and it was a little bit busy. So I won't bore you with the details. We ate, we came home, and we we usually were in bed 8, 8.30, 9, 9.30. I mean, we're not – we we have to get up, you know, pretty early. And I'm pretty – even the days that I'm off, I'm pretty tired from uh, from the long day. So – but we do make it a tradition where we do kiss at midnight because we are, you know, oh. we're, we're a cute couple anyway. Hey now, hey hey so, however, the only thing is to get to midnight, we had to take naps. <laughs> so, I nap from probably about 9 to about 10.30 and Amber was probably about quarter after 9 to about 11.40. So, the ball dropped, uh, we kissed at midnight and 12.02, we were on our way to go upstairs. Oh, so. What an eventful New Year's Eve. Yeah, hey. there it is, there hey, it is. Some people so, want to do uh, it some What can you do? Yeah. So, um, first off, guys, we want to apologize on podcast number eighty for some reason. Lost my audio from what I understand did not come through. Obviously, we just with the, how busy both of us are, throw the holidays on top of it. There's no way we're going to be able to re-record an episode. So that it is what it is. Yeah, but the majority of that episode was about Rise of Skywalker. So before we get into Wrestle Kingdom, which like I said is pretty much going to be this whole podcast. I'm just gonna give two or three minutes um, quick thoughts. Yeah, on we can first say of... we both really we both thought it was great. So there, <laughs> I mean, go see it. That's that's what we we are uh, the quick synopsis of what we said last time. I mean, you know, obviously we went more in depth, but we both really enjoyed it and it was good. So go ahead. Yeah, basically on a scale of one to ten, I give like a nine point eight A plus. I thought it was great. Uh, I know certain people didn't like it, certain people disliked it. I pretty much loved the pretty much the majority of the whole movie. Couple points I made. I love how to start with, with literally you have Kylo Ren doing everything with the dark because he starts off just slaying people to get to Exegol and Ray with the light. She's in the beautiful forest scenery and she's meditating 
and she's trying, she's going, be with me, be with me, and the rocks are floating. I thought that was beautiful. And I did make mention on the podcast last week, which I, the only person that heard it was, was, was my good partner over here, that I thought that this movie was probably my third favorite Star Wars movie. I think it bumped off episode four. Now, for me, it goes uh, Empire, mm-hmm. Jedi, and then I wasn't sure between A New Hope and Rise of Skywalker. Now, I probably haven't seen New Hope in about two years, so what I, what I did do on... I believe it's Monday, Monday or Tuesday, earlier this week, I did watch, I have Disney+, Plus, so I watched Rogue One and New Hope back-to-back. Okay. So, now, first of all, the music on the end of Rogue One syncs so perfectly up to the beginning of the music of Episode 4. Oh, that's cool. I, was like, I mean, that. you literally can watch them back-to-back, and outside of the fact that you can obviously see one was made yeah. five years well, ago and yeah. one was made 42 years ago. Other than that, I mean, it's it's seamless. It's absolutely seamless. But I was probably about an hour and a half into A New Hope, and I'm like, nah, A New Hope's my third favorite. <laughs> that movie's just so good. Just so good. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how, like, the order I have them in. I don't see the old ones, but then I like the new ones. The prequel ones, I mean, I don't, I'm not so hot on. The second one was good. Third one, a little bit better. But uh, that, you know, I, I enjoyed all the new ones, so I don't know. Yeah, I think we're all good. And then I'm just going to make this quick point, because yeah, I, I do want to get into Wrestle Kingdom because I feel like I've been talking about Rise of Skywalker for like the past like two weeks which by any means if anybody wants to still talk about it by all means guys hit me up on the old uh, Twitter machine or Instagram machine but I did make this point on the podcast last week again Andy how are you doing when I heard it that I really think that Ray is probably if you're just going just by the movies and not the video games or the comics or anything in between yeah, Ray may be the best Jedi just because in the prequels, it was all about Anakin. What happens to Anakin? At the end of three, he goes to the dark side, becomes Vader. So four, five, and six, the original trilogy, it's pretty much all about Luke. So what happens in between six and seven? He gets tempted by the dark side, and he basically shuts himself off from the Force. So you have Anakin joins the Force, Luke runs away from it, and then Rey confronts it and basically kills it. Yeah. So it's like, wow. So she may be the, the you know, you can make an argument where she's... I know a lot of people may think it's sacrilege because everybody holds the original trilogy in such a high yeah. standard, and rightfully so. But it's just like she never gave herself into the dark side. And they kept teasing and teasing. And even the last trailer, you know, when they, they showed Dark Ray, everyone's like, oh, she's going to the dark side. She's going to the dark side. She, not only did she never go, like how Anakin did, not only did she not run away from it, but I guess kind of she did, and then Luke brought her back, but like kind of how Luke did. But then in this one, she uh, confronts Palpatine and uh, kills him and, and, and basically uh, helps. Uh, you know, bring back Ben Solo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is pretty cool. I, I mean, I, I really like the new one. I mean, I, I didn't think she was gonna go evil at all. I know they had that thing, but I thought it, it was gonna be exactly what it was, like the whatever the Force Cave when Luke goes in has to fight himself, or, or Darth Vader, and then the mask comes off and it's Luke. So I figured it would be something like that, and that's basically what it was. So I wasn't upset at all. Yeah. And I will say this for anybody that really enjoyed Rise of Skywalker, like me and you did, and for anybody that enjoyed The Last Jedi, like how I thought, I, mean, I know you enjoyed it, I liked it, I actually loved it. But The Last Jedi was terrific. Go back and watch, if you've seen Rise of Skywalker, go back and watch Last Jedi. I watched it twice since I've seen Rise of Skywalker, and the movie, what I thought was a really good movie, is it's much better because you see where they, where basically J.J. Abrams ties everything up from seven, eight, and nine. So. Mm. Yeah, I, so I haven't watched it, it since I've seen it in the theaters, so I, I have to go back and rewatch it. Go and watch it. It's on the no, it's not. It left Netflix. It is on, it's on Disney, Disney Plus, Plus, isn't it? Yeah. And I have them on DVD, maybe VHS yeah. as well. I, I don't know if I have that. I have the first <coughs> one. I bought the steel book for the first one, but I don't think I got well. Well, as in uh, Force Awakens. 
And I don't think I bought the Steelbook for the for uh, Last Jedi. Not for any reason, just because I just didn't get around to it. I bought, I think I have like two or three different versions. I bought the Steelbook, and then somebody gifted to me like just the regular DVD Blu-ray, mm-hmm. like the one you buy for like 20 bucks. Yeah. I like Target, like maybe a year later. I'm like, oh, I have this. I don't think I sent anything. And then I, right before Last Jedi came out, they came out with this hologram limited edition 3D one. I think I got it on uh, Best Buy for like $20, $25. So I think yeah, I have it on bad. DVD three times. Last Jedi, I got on the Steelbook, and I never opened it because I think it came right on Netflix, like literally like two or three months later. Yeah. Was so I was really like, ah, I'll just leave it as is. But I think I'm going. And they said that the pre-orders have already started for the Best Buy Steelbooks for That's Rise crazy. of Skywalker. Uh, I believe it. It's like Pokemon. Got to collect them all. Yeah. Which, which I'm currently doing <laughs> on the Switch sidewalk. Yeah, that's what Emily's playing that as well. Uh, we'll get to that probably talk on Friday. Yeah, we did yeah. actually get, believe me, the guy who has no time to play video games, I've been playing Devil May Cry 5, wow. and I just got the new Star Wars game I, in the mail the other day. You know so. what? I, I ordered the Star Wars game today. So I, I, it's 45 on Amazon right now. So I got that. should be here, I don't know, a couple days. Maybe, maybe... What the, what's today? Wednesday, so maybe Friday. Um, and then I, I I installed Devil May Cry, and it said like an hour, and then like the hour went by, and then it said to add update with like another download. And I was like, Ugh, and I just started playing Pokemon. So uh, yeah. Devil uh, May Cry, I think, it was three and a half hours for me. Yeah. And then oh. I think I went to go do something, so I just put on that rest mode. So then when I got Last Jedi, now Last Jedi we got in the I I, well, I took Lily the day after Christmas. To go get the Pokemon game she wanted, which was, I believe, Shield. Right, little Shield? Mm-hmm. And they were sold out of. Star Wars. They were sold out of Star Wars. So then, actually, the guy who runs the. Uh, who runs the sorry, I'm, just, I'm doing about 19 different things here with Lily. The guy who runs the GameStop I was at, he actually oversees like two or three of them. And he actually goes to the comic store and is actually a big fan of us. Oh, cool. Between the, you know, between the podcast and Blue and Gold. So. I asked him, I said, oh, is it sold out everywhere? And he said, he's like, yeah, Matt. He's like, it's sold out everywhere. So there was a Walmart right next door. So I went to the Walmart, and they're like, yeah, we're sold out. So I'm like, ah, just order on Amazon. So I got it for free shipping, and it was $10 cheaper. I just had to wait um, a week. Yeah. No, I'm sorry, not a week, five days. Yeah, which, which isn't too bad, especially around this time. You know, Now they're catching up. So like, if you order for something from Amazon, it'll probably be in the two days. So, but yeah. that game only took about a half an hour to load. I'm like, oh, this will be an all day. It's thing. weird. If, if, if they patch it, if they update it, then it could take forever. That, that, that might cry. It said like 64 minutes when I first put it in. Then it went down and then went back up. And it, I don't know. That might took about an hour. I was messing around. And then I came back and it said downloading the patch or whatever. I was like, oh, and then I put it on rest. Yeah. And but all right. Out. We promised anyway, you guys Wrestle yeah. Kingdom. We'll There's get into all, that, all this talk when we record at the end of the week. So here we go, Wrestle Kingdom, two days 14. preview and prediction. Yeah. So let's uh, let's let's get right into it. I I wrote down the card earlier okay, this morning. I, there is on the first night there is three pre-show matches. Yes, and, and one Stardom because Bushi Road, the owners of New Japan, now own Stardom, and they're gonna push it Stardom. And you know they 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 first said you know there will never be no crossover, and here we are. We have a Stardom Stardom women's tag match on Wrestle Kingdom. It's a pre-show match, but hey, it's something. It's the first. It's the first one. one. It's the. It's it. Now, usually, New Japan 1972, when they give you the order, 99% of the time, it's the exact order. And this came up as pre-show match A. So this is going to start off basically yeah. Wrestle Kingdom weekend. So I might. I, I don't know what time it will be in America to start. Are you now? You are, are you going to start? Uh, we'll start over this. Are you going to watch it live on, on Saturday night? Well, actually, yes. Friday night. Friday night. Uh, Saturday morning. Yeah. Yes, I will be going to bed probably Friday around eight o'clock. By <laughs> going to bed, I mean probably on the couch. I will set my alarm to go off a few minutes beforehand. I will jump on New Japan World, which from what I, I've been on New Japan World in about a month. 
what I understand is they redid it. Oh, like really? you can you can search things by ser- like the date search is a lot easier. Oh, good. And you can search things by factions. Ah, that's awesome. I have to check that. I have, I haven't been on either because the World Tag League. I was like, no, I don't like to watch that. Um, so I kind of skipped all that. But, but I will be watching that live on Saturday. Now the Sunday I was planning on it. I was planning on taking another Sunday off mm-hmm. from Sunday work, but then I noticed that I'm getting a lot of bookings on Sunday. So. I may only catch a little bit yeah. of the Sunday show and then watch it on Sunday night. I'm yeah. not sure what I'm going to do. That's how I'm going. I'm watching the Saturday one live because obviously I'm off Saturday, but I have to work Sunday, so maybe I'll watch a match or two before I go to work, and then you know that that will be that. <laughs> yeah. And then I what I remember, these things usually start. I'm going to say two or three o'clock in the morning. Our yeah, time. yeah. So you want to get up, you know, get if you're going to watch it live, get up about two, or maybe even get up one thirty and get your coffee going, get ready. <laughs> you should care about those those matches. Yeah, take a shower. I don't know. Run around the house. But anyway, let's get right into it. This is night one, of course, in, in the Tokyo Dome. And the opening start of match, I have the list. Then we'll, we'll go back and forth. Um, is uh, Arisa Hoshika and Mayu Iwatani, who was the former Ring of Honor champion, versus Guila and Hanakamura. So I don't know who's going to win there. I think that's kind of just whoever match. It's kind of just uh, get them on the show. I'm going to say my prediction is going to be because that Guila, they've really been pushing her. I haven't seen any of it, but I've seen they've really, she's done a lot of their advertisement in Hanukkah That's just, uh, uh, you know, that, it, it's coin flip. Yeah. Hanukkah seems to be like one of the real hot stars. So that, that's what I'm going to go with. I'll go with the team of Guila and Hanukkah Yep. Okay. And the next match, I believe, is a big eight man tag. Yeah, with, with all the young lions. Togi Makabe is not a young lion. Well, with the two, two, uh, <laughs> Two, uh, uh, what would you call them? Not quite legends at this point. Two stars uh, leading one team, and then uh, one uh, young guy leading the rest of the young lines on the other side. Yeah, it's basically two legends. You're Togi Makabe, former champion in uh, Homa. They are teaming up against, going against two of the New Japan, I believe, uh, the, the, the Tokyo, uh, the Tokyo, the New Japan Tokyo uh, young lions, correct? Yeah, y- Yoda, Yoda Suji and Yuya Yumura. They've been on for the past few years. That was very good. I couldn't pronounce it. That was very good. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, pr- I'm pretty good. The one guy's name is real hard because it's Yuya, so it's Y-U-U-A, or Y-U-Y-A, and then Yuya Mora, so you think that would be an one? Nerwai? No, it's U-E-M-U-R-A. So his name is real hard. To, and he's that guy that had like the 70s hair and he looked like uh, like Bruce Lee kind of. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so I don't know if he still has a hair because I haven't seen him in a while. So it's them versus like the all the American young lions. So Carl Fredericks, yeah. Connors, and Alex Kaufman. So it's supposed to be pretty good. I'm, I'm going to say the Americans pick this up. And Toharani. Yeah, and, and Toharani. Yep, I, to, I agree. Um, again, this could be a coin flip. There's a lot of matches where it's just like, man, I don't know who's going to yeah. win, even though I think I know who's going to win the main matches. But yeah, I totally agree with you. I think the, the American Young Lions, uh, LA Dojo takes this one. Okay, and then and then up next, this, this is the last of the opening match, which should be pretty good. It's a, I guess you say Legends match. You got Tenkozi here, Satoshi Kojima and Hiroshi or Tenzin versus Manabu Nakanishi and Yuji Nagata. I, I, I would go either way. I may, I'm going to give it, let's say Kojima and Tenzin. Yeah, I agree. They are the most decorated and probably the best tag team in history. Of New Japan, it's basically battle of third generation because these are the guys that are after, like obviously Fujinami, uh, and Choshu, Anoki was the first generation. The second generation was the Three Musketeers of Muda, Hashimoto, and Shono. And these basically were uh, were four guys that were basically the next generation that kept them afloat in the late '90s, early 2000s when they were struggling. And then certainly what Hiroshi Tanahashi came in and pretty much saved the day here. But yeah, I'm gonna agree with you. Uh, I, just, I don't think Nagata and Nakajima is going to win. And I think no. just because Tenkozi's been been together off and on for so long, I think they pick up the win here. Yeah, I, I, I agree fully with you. Yep. And speaking of legends, yeah, here the we first go. official match of the night, 
you know, right off the bat, we got Jushin Liger retirement match number one. We have Tiger Mask, the great Sasuke, and uh, former NWA, WCW heavyweight, cha- and IWGP heavyweight champion, uh, Tatsumi Fujinami, and Jushin Thunder Liger going against, uh, what do I have, Otani, Sano, Takawa, and, uh, and Taguchi. Yeah, Taguchi. So th- this should be pretty good. I, I mean, don't expect a five-star classic. They're all going to get in. They're going to do their greatest hits, and really, that's all you really want here. But it should be pretty good. And then uh, El Samurai is also, like, leading Liger's team. I guess they probably want him in the match, and he can't wrestle anymore. And then uh, on the other team, there's uh, I don't, I'm not familiar with this guy at all. Kuniiki Kobayashi? Is not the regular Kobayashi? Or is that oh, he he was the guy that not he was the guy that feuded with uh, the original Tiger Mask and Dynamite Kid. Oh, obviously, okay. Dyna- wow. obviously in the early '80s, Dynamite and Tiger Mask they get all the credit, rightfully so, for help revolutionize that style. But the guy that was you know basically the silver medal, if you will, beneath those guys was uh, was Kobayashi. Yeah, I didn't even know that he was going to be there. Wow, yeah, yeah. So he's there, and then they have a special referee, uh, Nario Honaga. So I'm, I'm assuming he was probably one of Liger's friends and maybe favorite referees over. It'd be like if we were legends and we were on a show and we had a uh, Matt Dorlion refer match. Absolutely, yeah. we would. And uh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to pop hard. I'll text you if when it happens. If Takaiwa does the double power bomb into the DVD, I'm like, yes, that's all I want to see. That's your, that's your move. Yeah, that's all I want to see from. I mean, not all about stress, but yeah. And they were, uh, of course. Uh, a great junior heavyweight tag team, Takaiwa and Otani, in the late mid to late 90s. <coughs> As I cough here, then I'll go to the second match. Uh, whoa, whoa, who's, who's your winner? Oh, yeah, I didn't pick one. I, Liger, right? You got to give Liger got- some wins on the way out. Liger's team. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because I, I mean, I, I don't, he might not win some, the next night. We'll get there, but uh, got to give him at least one win on the way out here. Yep. So moving on, special eight man tag match. It's basically just. Lij versus Sugi Gun. You got Bushi, Shingo Takagi, Evil and Sonata versus El Desperado, Taichi, Minoru Suzuki, and Zack Saber Jr. Kind of a, a bunch of guys that I wish you had a little bit something more for them, but I mean, this is where I mean, a loaded card. So this is where they're at. I I don't know. I I would say maybe maybe uh, Suzuki gonna pick up the win here because uh, I think uh, Lij will be winning in the very match. <laughs> so. I'm gonna tip this again. This is this is a pick 'em for me. So this is the first one we disagree with. I'm going to pick Lij, and here's the reason why: you have basically a preview of title matches, and this match, the next match. Ooh. So obviously tomorrow, that you tomorrow night on the fifth, the next night you have Saber defending the British Championship against Sonata. So I think Lij wins to put a little more steam behind uh, Sonata going after Zack Saber Jr. Uh, that's right. That's, that. Yeah, that's 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 my logic. Maybe. And then the next match, if you don't mind, may as well get into it. I was going to say, do you think Sonata pins yeah, Zack Saber? The Neverweight belt on the fifth. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Do you think Sonata pins uh, Zack Saber Jr. now? I don't think so. I think maybe Sonata pins El Desperado. Okay. Because then I because then I, then I I don't I wouldn't see Sonata pinning Zack Saber Jr. two nights in a row. And I think they would tip their hand. I think Sonata would pin somebody in this match. Just how the next match. You have Yoshihashi, Toriyano, Tomero, Ishii, uh, Hiroki Goto, which it's a sin that Ishii doesn't have a, like oh, a big singles uh, yeah. match I mean, on either of these shows. Of these two matches, Ishii versus uh, Shingo. Yeah, you know? I, I just uh, yeah exactly yeah Shingo doesn't have one either. That's that's a shame. Uh, they're going against the Bullet Club team of Chase Owens, Your Girl Takahashi, Bad Luck Folly, and Kenta. Again, I think they're going to follow the same philosophy here. I think Goto or maybe even Ishii. Uh, they get a win either over uh, either Yujiro Takahashi or Chase Owens. So yeah, I, I think that's the logic that I'm going with. I could be wrong. I've been known to be wrong a time. I was it. thinking maybe they want to showcase uh, Kenta. So I'm going I'm to say Kenta pins. Uh, <laughs> it's a possibility. Kenta yeah. pins uh, Yano or Yoshihashi. Okay, so there we go. We were in agreement the first three, uh, first four matches, and we're just agreement on that one. So 
Okay, moving right along, we have our first title match of uh, the the Wrestle Kingdom cards. Mm-hmm. Gorillas of Destiny defending the tag belts against the winner of the World Tag League, uh, David Finley and Juice Robinson. Where are you going with this one, partner? I'm going to go with Finn Juice because uh, you know, they, they need something for that tag division. They need the shot in the arm, so why not put the titles on Finn Juice and, and have a, all, yeah. new, all new opponents yeah. and all new everything. Bring in some teams. Like I hope New Year's Dash to bring in like, at least two teams. Because uh, the, the tag teams really suffered. I mean, it's not against Gorillas of Destiny, but they've been champs for a while, and it's kind of like the same old, same old. So put on Finn Juice. Why not? Yeah, plus they're extremely, extremely charismatic yeah. as well. And so, yeah, I totally agree with you there. So I'm going to go. Again, this is the one that I, I flip a coin. Could be wrong. Yeah, you, they, uh, they could keep it on Gorillas of Destiny. I hope not, but you never know. So then now. Uh, and, and what won't be a traditional. Uh, match by any means. No. We have, uh, I believe, it's a Tokyo Street Fight, right? Is that what no, no, this is a, this is going to be a Texas Death Match in Japan. <laughs> no, there it is. Yeah, so it's and it's for the uh, the United States Heavyweight Title, obviously, and it's a sixty minute time limit. Can you imagine if a Texas Death Match went sixty minutes? It's a lot of selling. <laughs> I, yeah, a lot I of selling. I don't think that's going to happen. But anyway, uh, champion Lance Archer versus uh, challenger John Moxley. This one should be wild and crazy, and I I don't I don't see Moxley winning it unless. Uh, they d- they do a deal with AEW. I mean, obviously Moxley's probably still gonna stick around New Japan. I know he has nothing tomorrow. No, oh, yeah, he does have something tomorrow. Night. But um, or tomorrow night, like in the next match. He may if he, yeah, whoever he wins this match defends against Juice. Yeah, so I I don't know. I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Lance keeps it. I'm gonna go with Lance keeping it. I agree with you, just because I think they're gonna they caught fire with him at the G1. They basically said, hey, here's the ball. See, we can do with it. Yeah, he's one of the breakout stars there, and then. I just yeah, I think him getting a win over a big star like John Moxley on a big show like this is gonna do nothing but elevate him. And that's what New Japan New Japan kinda needs those Vince guys. Yeah. You know, I mean Lance Archer is a he's a big you know, he's a big guy, he's a mean looking guy, but he's a guy that can that can work with anybody in anybody's style. So uh, I, I agree with you there. Yeah, and it says uh, that the rules on New Japan's website says no DQ, no pinfall, victory by ten count, KO or submission. So Well there you go, yeah, folks. It should it should be a wild one. You know, and, and who knows, Moxley might win it. Yeah, because they, I mean, exactly. He's he, maybe he he, uh, him and Juice. Obviously, they have that big feud. Yeah. From uh, when he first started, that was his first match. And when he first came in, he yeah. beat Juice for the U.S. title. And is he gonna? Are they gonna fly him all the way over here just for one match? I mean, that maybe. Yeah. I mean, who knows? So. I would say you, you got the guy. <laughs> he's it's not like he's uh, you know, nothing against uh, he's, but he's not he's not nobody. So like, yeah, that would happen on both shows. Why not? Yeah. So I mean, who knows? I'm gonna agree with Lance Archer. I uh, agree with you on that one, partner. Lance Archer. But I then I get I get to I geez, I think I might just uh, talk myself out of that one. <laughs> with uh, <laughs> why would you fly him over just for one show, especially yeah. when you have the guy he's been feuding with yeah. since he got I mean, there? You know, he, he getting the, the the next shot the next night. Yeah, so I don't has, know. Unless, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with Lance Archer. Yeah. Now I I don't feel stuck. <laughs> <laughs> unless he has to go back. But I mean, if you got him, man, I'd book him. I'd put him in some match unless we get the the Moxie versus Suzuki. Yeah, well, I mean, who knows? Who knows? We still may get Kenta. Who knows? Yeah. What if Goto gets injured, you know, and then they do uh, Kenta versus uh, uh, Shibata yeah, yeah. on the second yeah. night? I mean, who knows? This would be awesome. So then, Who knows? The next, Go ahead, sir. Uh, okay. The next match will be for the junior heavyweight title. Again, 60-minute time limit. I, I doubt it will go 60, probably more like 15. <laughs> I can't see these guys going 60. It would be awesome if it did. But uh, Will Ospreay defending against Hiromu Takahashi. Takahashi picks it up here, right? I think so. Yeah. I think, and then you kind of just move, you slowly move Osprey out of the juniors. I mean, what more can mm-hmm. you possibly do here? Yeah. Now, have you seen, I guess, Haram has been doing some 
tag matches and some six mans on the road to the Tokyo Dome. And everyone said he's looked phenomenal. Oh, good. I don't know if you've been able to see no, any of them. No, I did. I know they had the two like around Christmas when they have the shows. I even remember last year they had one with Kenny and Kota. Kenny was singing like Jingle Bells or something. It was snowing in Corkin Hall. I, I didn't watch him this year, but uh, I, I'm glad he's looking good. I mean, hopefully he doesn't do nothing too nutty and gets hurt again because nobody wants to see that. But I do see Hiromu winning the title here. And then yeah, move, I think, move we'll I think this is, yeah. I think this match is going to be a little bit nutty. I don't think too crazy. I, uh, I don't. I mean, Osprey is just insane, and I think it's basically just a matter of Hiromo uh, doing crazy things too. But they said that whenever Jericho's on the same show with o- Osprey, Jericho's just like, "Hey man, you don't need to do A to Z. You yeah. can do you know A to Q, and it's going to be fine." So hopefully he tones it down just a little bit. But I mean, I still think we're going to see some crazy, crazy shit part of my language yeah, in this match. I, I, I agree. It would probably be real wild. And it, this one could be match of the night. I mean, this in the main event. I mean, any match really could be. But I mean, this one, uh, very high up on the list would be match of the night. Might be match of the weekend. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Match of the dome. Now, a match that is going to be a lot. It's going to be a long, drown out, psychology, fun, super fun match. We get the rematch from the Block B Finals. Jay White defending the Intercontinental title versus Tatsuya Naito. I know me and you have been talking at nauseum over the last two or three months of what's going to happen. Uh, I know my predictions have not, totally not changed. I think Naito picks up the IC belt here. Yeah, yeah I, I would think he has to. He's the one that first started the whole, I want the two belts. I want to be double champion. And I mean, if you, if you don't give Naito this, then that means he doesn't get the title shot. On the next night, and that's kind of just like, wah, wah, wah. I mean, you got you got to pull the trigger on Naito sooner. The crowd's gonna lose him. I mean, he's like most popular guy there, just about. But I mean, you, you gotta you gotta have him go over here. So I say Naito wins the IC belt. Yeah. Now the only thing I don't like about the double title matches was when they started the G1. I was kind of looking, and I'm like, all right, I want Abushi to win because I want my main event at Wrestle Kingdom to be Okada and Abushi. I'm obviously based for on 90 different things. One of them being, I don't know who would win that match. I really don't know who would win that match. But now they have the double belts. It yeah. will mean more if Naito beats Okada just because of Okada beating Wrestle Kingdom 8 and it wasn't the main event. And then he beat him again at Wrestle Kingdom 12. So does he? So I think Naito is going to be Okada and not Ibushi. However, Naito and Ibushi probably have the feud of the year in New Japan. So yeah, maybe they go that way. But I just think uh, Okada is their man. I think he gets two main events uh, at these yeah. two wrestling kingdoms. I, mean, I think that's the way. I mean, you, you give the belt to Okada, and then you flip it. The, you flip it one night, and then you flip it the next. That's very not New Japan like. So I, I can't see that happening. And it's almost like in that Naito's story is like not just winning the belt wrestling kingdom, but beating Okada at wrestling kingdom. Yeah, you know, there's three stories in this. It's it's like the total redemption of Naito. It's the double belts. It's it's beating Okada. And it's beating Okada in the main event of Wrestle Kingdom, and maybe the get, and getting revenge on Jay White. So mm-hmm. really, really, there's like and getting the IC belt back because he always says that belt always seems to find its way back to him. So there's like four or five stories mixed in with Naito. I mean, it's really built in absolutely perfectly. Yeah. Shockingly, you know, in, in the last four or five years, we had some terrible booking and some terrible storylines on a certain TV product. <laughs> uh, we won't get into it. But and then it's just brilliant old school, you know, slow burn pacing. I mean, it's literally a, a four or five year story for Naito, and I think this is where it gets paid off. Yeah, and I mean, and it's it's simple, you know. It's not it's not like oh he did this this and this. Like no, he got defeated two times at Wrestle Kingdom, couldn't win the title, and now he wants to win the title, you know, not only just to win it, but win at Wrestle Kingdom and to be the title. So and yeah, and yep, in the main event because like yeah. I said, part of that story at Wrestle Kingdom thirteen was Okada and Naito. 
was obviously the main event at 13, but it wasn't the main event at 8, because even though it was for the heavyweight belt, the two bigger star- biggest stars in the company at the time was Nakamura and Tanahashi, and it was for the Intercontinental belt, and the fans were in uproar, and they were like, eh, let's put it to a fan vote, and it was like a 2-to-1, like yeah. it was a landslide that they wanted Tanahashi and uh, Nakamura to go on last for the Intercontinental belt, yeah. so you know, you're obviously throwing that 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 fuel under the fire as well for Naito. Yeah, and then and the main thing, like a lot of people say, oh, it's just a, like a main event. You're up to ten. No, the main event is always the last match, no matter what. I agree. I mean, it's I cool agree. to be in the match right before. You're still well, obviously it's Wrestle Kingdom, so it's still awesome. But the main event is the last match. But speaking of the last yeah. match, we got Okada versus Kota Bushi, who won the G1. So we're all, we're both picking Okada here, right? <laughs> yep, we're both picking Okada. Now, my wife, who uh, if you guys listen to the st- show, and as you know, sir. Totally destroyed us in the G1. I mean, not even close. I mean, here's you talking to two guys that watch wrestling religiously. I've been watching the G1 for I can't say how long now. She absolutely destroyed us in the G1. I asked her what she thought on this basically final four, and she has Okada over Jay White. Oh, wow. So she's on total both sides of the spectrum. I'm like, I'm like this is, a, I think it's pretty clear to see what they're going to do here. She's just, I said, well, that, well, that was the main event for the Mass Square Garden show. Maybe they're going to redo it. And I was like, I really, I, I don't like it. Yeah, I don't I, I can't see that wrong. happen. That, and that, that feels like all the, all the possible matches, that seems like the one no one wants the most. <laughs> you know, like, nothing against it. But, I mean, if you can have Okada versus Naito or Ibushi versus Naito, then you'd rather have that than Okada versus Jay White. Yeah, so, but now here's, here's the thing. Okada. Nine and a half stars. I'm going to say his under is his under over for two matches. If he's going to get what he think or think he's going to get, a Bushi a minimum, and Naito. A minimum yeah, of, you, of eight. Nine. <laughs> yeah. You you think he's going to do two five star matches or a five and four and a half? Or now that the the the, the I'm going to say the has been broken. Yeah, he's going to be like a five and a half and a five or a six. Or I'm going to say he's going to break nine and a half. Probably this one will be at least five. And then, I agree. And then the next one, maybe Meltzer will say a little bit less. But I say, no, no matter what, he leaves with at least two four-star matches. Now, how, yeah, long, how long do you think this one will go? Well, now, here's the thing. Because this was the, again, this was, uh, you're basically getting your finals, because this was the finals of the Block A, and Knight and White was the finals of the Block B. This match, I think, when, I remember watching the match, and I wow, this was really good, but it just missed something. And then Meltzer gave it five stars. And I was like, ah, to me, it was just missing something to get that five stars. And you can kind of, I went back and rewatched it again. Phenomenal. Yeah. I definitely. think they held back a little because I think they knew where they were going to get this match and where they were going to go all out. So I think it went like 24, 25 minutes. This thing definitely goes plus 30. That's what I'm thinking. At least 30. I mean, I don't see an hour, but maybe maybe 40. Like, uh, what, uh, what was the second one with Kenny and Okada? Went like 45 or something like that? The first one, Kenny and Okada, was uh, Wrestle Kingdom 12 with 43. Yeah. Then they went then they went an hour, obviously the hour draw, and then they went 27. Okay, yeah. Uh, the G1, and then the last one they went uh, was an hour and seven minutes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was, that was the, the Iron Man. Um, but, yeah, so it's going to be great no matter no matter what. So then we'll move on to night two, and then it opens with uh, titles I completely and totally forgot about, the six-man, never-open-weight tag team uh, championship. Yeah. Who are the who – the, who, I just wrote down never-six-man tag. Now, they, there's nothing on the pre-show for this one, so maybe no. they'll do a battle royal. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, maybe that's yeah, where we I get so. there. Because that's always fun to watch. Oh, we get something. Maybe another starter match. Um, it's, the champions are Taguchi, Yano, and Makabe. 
And I kind of remember them having it when I last seen them wrestle. The I say they're going to retain. I saw the other teams. I say they're going to retain. Yeah, it, it, yeah, because it doesn't say. It just says gauntlet match. Oh, here we go. It has their team. So you got Robbie Eagles, Yoshihashi, and Ishii. So that's chaos. Then, oh, hold on a second here. Okay, yeah, I see how they have it. And then you got Bushi, Shingo, and Evil. So you got OAJ. And then the, the Suzuki Gun team is uh, Yoshinobu, Kanemura, El Desperado, and Taichi. And then, uh, of course, Bullet Club, Chase Owens, Takahashi, Yujiro, and Bagger Foley. I'm going to say... I don't know. Maybe, maybe they lose it. You know what? Give it to uh, give it to Lij because then they can have the they can all have belts at the end. <laughs> they may have all the belts with yeah. the Roma winning. Yeah. So you're gonna go with Lij winner. And then you can give Shingo something. I mean, my God. <laughs> so Suzuki doesn't have a match on the second night. I don't think so. He's, so do he's not on that six man team. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. There's a random entry. Two teams at the time of sixty minute fall matches. Winner stay on. Okay, yeah, that was easy. Yeah, last team left or never win. Okay, so it's just gone. One one guy, one team gets one, they never comes back. And I wonder if they throw a surprise in there. Probably not, but that'd be so cool. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Oh, that actually is the pre-show. But it says. Oh, opening, really? Yeah, that says opening match, but then it says first match. So maybe. Uh, what's the it doesn't. There? It doesn't. You know what? To me, it doesn't matter because I'm gonna be watching every <laughs> everything on both yeah. shows. Yeah. So you can put Okada and Ibushi on at one a.m. And, and I'm like, as the opener, I'm like, I'm watching. Yeah. <laughs> so there's, there's that. So who knows what it'll be. So the first match so, I have. Uh, do you have the first match? I have the I have the first match was the six man gauntlet. Oh, but I have okay. the second match as as the Liger retirement okay, match. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Are we correct there? Yes. Yeah, so that's what the New Japan's website says is the first match. So we'll just say it's the second. So it is. Yep, so we have Liger and Sano versus mm-hmm. the former Dragon Lee. Now I believe it's Ryu Lee and Hiromu mm-hmm. Takahashi. Yeah, and I would say I don't know. Maybe Hiromu wins it, but it's a tag match. I mean, I would like a, if it was just singles, Liger versus Hiromu, or Liger versus Osprey or somebody. I don't know. I'm going to say Liger and uh, Sano win here. Now we get two victories. I'm going to say I'm going to say Ryu Lee pins Liger here, and that sets up the immediate uh, refeud uh, because of uh, Dragon Lee and Hiromu Takahashi. Because remember, they basically they got their their they're both on excursion in Mexico. Those guys tore it up, and then they went over to Ring of Honor, and then. Dragon Lee, Ryu Lee is basically the one who accidentally broke Hiromu's neck. Oh, yeah. So yeah, in, in I think LA if Hiromu wins the belt in the night before, which we both think he's going to do, and then uh, Ryu Lee pins Liger, that basically sets it up for – you basically have an automatic feud right there. So yeah, that's my, that makes uh, sense. my theory behind it. That's a good call. All right, moving on to the third match of the night for the I'm, – I'm looking forward to this one yeah, so the, much. The junior heavyweight tag team – junior heavyweight tag team. It kind of sounds familiar. But anyway, the junior heavyweight tag team championship. You got uh, El Fantasmo and Taiji Ishimori versus uh, Rapunky 3K, Show and Yo. This one should be really good. Uh, Fantasmo and Ishimori are the champions right now. I'm going to say Show and Yo winner. Yeah, I agree, but this is a coin flip for me. I can totally see El Fantasmo. And Taiji Ishimori retaining here. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I can see this. It should be insane, too. And then uh, Show and Yo with the – Super Junior Tag League winners, which may, maybe, in a row. yeah, maybe a little bit too many uh tournaments every year, but hey, what can you do? This one should be wild. This one could be match of the night too, of of night two. Yeah, if they give it time, usually these junior matches. I remember the one Wrestle Kingdom. I want to say it was nine or ten. The opener was uh Rapungi. No, I'm sorry, it was uh, Forever Hooligans versus Red Dragon versus the Young Bucks versus uh, the Time Slitters, mm. and it went like nine minutes, but it was like. Nine minutes of like, don't blink. Yeah, of insanity. Yeah, so who knows there? But yeah, I'm gonna agree with you again. Coin flip. Um, and moving right along to the belt, the British Championship, heavyweight championship, Zack Saber Jr., who successfully defended against 
Um, Tomohiro Ishii last year. He's going up against Sanad, and I love when these guys wrestle because Sanada basically goes hold for hold yeah, with awesome. Zack Sabre here. So uh, I'm going to ask you first there, partner, because here's what I'm going to do. Whoever you pick, I, this is 50-50 for me. Mm-hmm. So just to make it interesting, whoever you pick, I'm going to pick the opposite. Oh, uh, wow. Well, I'm going to go with Sanada because I think they're finally going to give him his first singles title, even though it's not a true New Japan title. It basically is the New Japan European title, but uh, you know, it's the Red <laughs> Pro title, but that's that's what it is. I mean, it gets more coverage here than uh, in, in Red Pro, so I'm going to say Sonata wins his first uh, major singles title. Then I believe I do have this next Juice Robinson for the title, yeah. US title. Yeah, so that would be the next match would be the US title, Juice Robinson versus whoever wins, Moxley or uh, Lance Archer. Which, which... Does, does, does Juice come out as double champion? What do you think? You know what? I'm going to say Yes. I'm gonna go juice with juice wins here and gets the title back. I'm fifty-five percent saying it's going to be Lance Archer or John Moxley with the win. Again, I don't I I'm only fifty five percent. I wouldn't be shocked if it if either Lance or Moxley beat this. Now the match that I'm looking for I mean there's so many matches I'm looking forward to, but you know I love my hard hitting and it's Hiroki Dodo going for revenge against Kenta. Now usually this is it's it's Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, obviously, the big story since the G1 final is Kenta's just been on this huge tear with the Bullet Club and being a heel and going after Shibata. Shibata's best friend's Goto. So normally, Goto would get his revenge here, but at the same time, like, man, Kenta's red hot, red hot as just this brutal, vicious heel. So it's like, do they keep the momentum going and they leave the belt on him, or do they go to Goto? Uh, coin flip, I'm going to say Goto because it is, it is Wrestle Kingdom. But yeah. I would not be shocked if Kenta retains here. I'm, I'm thinking Kenta keeps it. I mean, Goto needs something because he has been kind of floundering. Not really floundering, but, you know, not doing anything special. So let's say Kenta keeps it, and then someone comes out to challenge him, and it's Moxley. How about that? Whoa, yeah. there you go. So I, but even if that don't happen, I'd like that to happen. I think Ken, Kenta keeps it here. Yeah, it should be it should be good, now, and this will be the most strong style of the strong style matches of the uh, evening. As well, it should basically with the next with the never uh, never yeah. open well, uh, basically belt the never open belt basically has been yeah, correct. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And then I have do you have the Jericho match next, or do you have the IC loser versus the uh, IWGP loser? Yeah, it has it has the two uh, losers taking on. Yeah, so, so the re- I again we think it's going to be the rematch of the G one finals, Kota Bushi Jay White. I think yeah. this is just the. Uh, you just keep making Jay White lose, especially on the grand stage. I think Kota Bushi, if that's the way that they go with it, uh, Abushi picks up the win. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with Abushi wins here, and then says he wants the title shot again. I, especially like he'd be like, you know, I, I almost beat Okada, and I, I beat you before Naito, or some, you know, there's so many ways he could do it. So yeah, I'm gonna say Abushi wins this, and then says he wants a world title shot. Jericho Tanahashi, you know, I thought this was gonna be pretty much an easy one to pick since they've been building this since Dominion. When Jericho, after he lost to Okada, he attacked Tanahashi. I'm thinking, well, this is the way that they're going to go, which is fine by me. Because once Jericho, two years ago now, he was coming to New Japan for a couple couple shots. The first match I wanted to see him with was Tanahashi. Obviously, this match had picked up steam. Tanahashi wins. He said he wants a title, AEW title shot. Yeah. Jericho agreed as he's getting on a private plane. Yeah, he cut a promo, but, and New Japan's uh, official YouTube page shared it. So it's like... I don't know, that sounds pretty official. Like, everyone's saying, oh, no working relationship, which we all think will happen. Maybe this is a start. And like I said to you before, what better two guys to start it with? And I even have a, a the, booking scenario then after you get done there. Okay, well, I'm just, now obviously me and you were just like, well, obviously Tanahashi's got to win just based on that. Then they bring Tanahashi in and you do it on an AEW on TNT show, build it up for two or three weeks. Jericho gets the win back there, then they can do the rubber match anyway. Yeah. So, but all basically like PW Torch, Wrestling Observer, 
they all said, well, Jericho's probably going to win here because it's going to be a one-off. And I'm like, well, then why make it for a title shot if it's just going to be a one-off? And then why would even Jericho and Tanahashi both put it over? Because they probably had to get a thumbs up from the New Japan, the AEW office. So I'm going to stick to what is basically right in front of me. I'm going to say that this working relationship is going to go and pass. Tanahashi is going to get the win here, and Jericho is going to get his win back sometime on TNT. But what's your uh, booking scenario so, so there, I'm sir? Th- I'm thinking Tanahashi wins because he don't do a promo. Jericho's a smart guy. He's not going to do that for no reason. I mean, yeah, it makes it seem more real, but, I mean, come on. And, and also, they could he could wrestle on the cruise, too, because that's coming up. So maybe, oh. yeah, maybe that's where Tanahashi gets his title shot, because I'm sure if Jericho gets the New Japan guys on the cruise, he will, because I mean, they're not going to say no to Jericho. But anyway, I see Tanahashi winning here, and then even if they don't ever do the, the match, I, I, I don't, why would Chris Jericho win, and then they don't go anywhere with it? So Tanahashi wins, and then on the next AEW, Jericho comes out, and they're like, they should play a, a, a video package of what happened at Wrestle Kingdom and say Tanahashi beat him. And, and then, you know, put Tanahashi over a little bit and then say Jericho's going to come out tonight and say when he's going to give him the title shot that he has to give him. And then, uh, you know, Jericho comes out and says he doesn't want to, but he'll he'll give him the title shot. Either the next pair of you or the crews, either one. And then, like, for the next couple weeks, what they should do is play video packages of Tanahashi you know, winning the titles and, and all, you know, just a promotional package of him, like training and everything. And then the, at the end of each video, they should, the last thing they should show is him pinning Kenny. So that way you can plant the seeds to do Tanahashi versus Kenny down the line. And then, like, you do that for, like, three weeks. And then you have, like, on the fourth week, you play the video. And at the end of it, you say, Hiroshi Tanahashi next week. And then you have him come out and you beat some lower mid-card guy. Let's say he beats... Uh, uh, Darby Allen. I mean, obviously. Sammy Guevara. Yeah, yeah, Sammy. Yeah, 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 right? so Sammy, like, that's Sammy would be a great match. That's perfect. And and then, you know, it doesn't hurt Sammy at all. I mean, if you go to Sammy, like, hey, you want to wrestle Tanahashi? I'm sure he's not going to say no. And then, you know, that builds towards the match with Jericho then at the pay-per-view, and then Jericho beats him there, and there you go. Or the Cruz. I mean, it writes itself, and like, that's big business. I mean, yeah, a lot folks, of people don't know Tanahashi. Folks, yeah. all you got to do is contact us on our social media accounts and we will help book the territory yeah. so for a flat for a flat fee yeah i mean Jer- <laughs> yeah yeah for a flat fee yeah. one contract fee um <laughs> yeah so that, that's what i would like to have i do think tanahashi wins here and they do something even they do in our match in new japan and maybe that's where jericho defends the title but uh that's why i see him tanahashi win but it should be good it should be a spectacle too well, Jericho did say when he challenged him, he said it's going to be a classic match. Mm, also, wow. going to be your last, so you're not going to see. Basically, Jericho's been doing all the, you know, he did yeah. the brawling with Kenny, Evil, the two Naito matches. Yokata was more of a traditional wrestling match thrown with a couple, some of the brawling. Not that Tanahashi can't do the brawling; Tanahashi can do anything. But I would like to see a more classic style. I mean, if he wants to be a, a, aggressive, Chris Jericho, that's fine. But I like to see more of the classic Chris Jericho in this match with Tanahashi because the psychology of this match and the settling and all the in-between stuff and the showmanship, you know, obviously from Jericho and then obviously the greatest air guitar player of all time, yeah. Tanahashi, which is funny because he's such a great air guitar player. And Jericho's actually a real rock star. Yeah, so. that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about that. But yeah, I, 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 I'm super excited for these, this match. These guys are absolute legends, absolutely on the top, top uh, list of greatest of all time. And I think Tanahashi picks up the win. And I hope he picks up the win so we can see the match again on uh, TNT. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and... It just it's good for both parties. And here's here's a giveaway. If Jericho comes out with the AEW title, he's losing. That's what I, that's what I'm thinking. If he comes out, I mean, maybe he doesn't come out with it, but I'm gonna say he does. Hopefully, he doesn't lose it again. Oh yeah, he loses it in Japan. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. 
And then yep. finally, the the eighth match, well, actually, the ninth match of the night is the uh, the world title match and the Intercontinental. So it's the both. It's it's WrestleMania six again. Warrior vs. Hogan, but this time. Champion vs. Yeah. Champion. Yeah. Title for title. Title. The Ultimate Warrior. But this time, we think it's going to be Okada as champion versus uh, Tetsuya Naito. And Naito wins with both titles. So it's the Ultimate Naito versus the Immortal <laughs> Kuzushko Okada. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, I agree with you on that one, partner. I think that's obviously, I think just based on, because I was like, well, maybe they'll give it to Okada. Maybe on a slight chance. I was thinking about that, but then Okada did a promo about two months ago where he said, I don't, I already have the best belt. Why would I want the second best belt? So clearly he's downgrading the IWG, uh, the the, uh, Intercontinental title. So it wouldn't make sense for him to win the uh, the second belt. Yeah, I don't think so either. Now, what do you think they do? Do they have Naito? Uh, defend both belts for a while, or do they have him say, I'm just going to be heavyweight champion? And, and- I think he defends both belts. I know we talked about this. Uh, I don't know if it's on the podcast or the show we were at or text him, but they did this with Jay Lethal when he beat Jay Briscoe at Best in the World a couple years ago. And then Ni- I believe Nigel was the commissioner, and he said, You have to give up one belt. He said, No. He's like, I'm going to defend both belts. We so had him defending him on a bunch of shows, and then they had him, then he actually did it on a pay per view where he wrestled Bobby Fish in the opener. And then he wrestled Kyle O'Reilly in, in the main event. So, I mean, this, this has never happened in New Japan before where somebody's held two singles titles. No. So, I think, yeah, he defends both of them. I think you give him a year run. I think somewhere he drops the Intercontinental belt. Maybe at like one of the one of the American shows, one of the U.S. shows. Like, okay. it's like, wow, like, oh, like he just dropped it to, I don't know, Jay White something. And then Jay White's like, oh, I want to, I want a shot at the heavyweight title, and you know he's only for the heavyweight, and he gets a, Naito gets another win back. But I think you do at Dominion, you do Okada and Naito, and you have it go an hour. And then I think you, I think you give Naito this belt for a year, even though obviously the the company's built around Okada and as well as it should. Mm-hmm. But I think you give, you 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 do the rematch at Dominion. It goes to an hour draw, and then if and then Okada wins the G one. Because oh, Okada okay. hasn't won the G1 in a while. He's been their guy. And obviously, that's one of the reasons why he hasn't won the G1 is because he's usually yes. the champion yeah. going into it. So I think you have Okada wins the G1, and then they Okada gets the belt back after a year. So now it's Okada's redemption story at Wrestle Kingdom 15. I can see that. I can definitely see that. I, I think maybe he'll defend them both for a while and then say it's too much, and he either he'll probably want to just give the Intercontinental title like somebody else in LIJ, but he'll probably give it up and then have a tournament. But a good way... To get Okada maybe away from the world title for a little bit is that they have the tournament for the IC belt and Okada wins that, and then, mm-hmm. and then he'd, he'd still win the G one and everything. But Okada could be, uh, let's let's say they have the let's say he, he defends him uh, at New Year's Dash and they says I just want the, the heavyweight title. And then they the next show they have the Intercontinental t- tournament and Okada wins it. Have him keep it until next Wrestle Kingdom, or have him drop it to Sonata. Oh yeah, that would be awesome. And, and Sonata finally gets a big. Yeah, he drops it in, to Sonata like somewhere. Oh yeah, because the G one's in October this year. I forgot. That's oh, that's right. Yeah. I completely forgot because the Olympics. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And speaking of the Olympics, the Okada's going to be one of the torch. Yeah, that's awesome. One of the torch. That's awesome. Yeah. The rainmaker with the fire. <laughs> yeah. How about it? Yeah. So, so I don't know that this uh, June and July will be very light with matches. I, that's not what I did every day is watch <laughs> New Japan. So now we're like we'll be at a uh, Comic Con. I have to watch uh, New Japan in the morning. <laughs> hey, whatever. We'll yeah, figure it out. It's right? Not we always do. It's not so. a problem. Um, before we get into, I guess we may as well do a top five. Is there anything else that you want to say before we wrap this? Uh, we wrap this podcast up before we go into top five, sir. No, just uh, Wrestle Kingdom starts uh, this this Friday night. If it's for us in America, you know, real early in the morning, about two or three. That's when you can and watch it for 
New Japan World. If you don't have New Japan World, it's ten bucks to get two nights of Wrestle Kingdom. Then the next day you get New Year's Dash. So I mean you get three shows right away, and then it's like a retirement ceremony. Yeah, and it's basically like the main event. Yeah, and that's that's for ten dollars. <laughs> so I mean, come on, it's a steal. Well, and if you don't want to come in, I know Fight TV is doing all three nights for $50. If you're just like, I just want to pay the wow. one thing, I'll pay extra. This way I don't have to worry about canceling yeah. or I'm worried about my money getting transmitted over into translation, which I've had in Japan World for three years now. I've had zero issues. Yeah, so. me too. Yeah, it comes to like, I think it's eight ninety nine yen, which is like, something like that. Yeah. $9 for us or nine something. So it's 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 under ten dollars actually, but yeah, yeah. If you want to get on a fight, get on a fight, and there is English commentary. Kevin Kelly and I, I would assume uh, what's his name, uh, the guy that wrote Chris the, Charlton. Yeah, Chris Charlton, and uh, I don't know if they're gonna get Don Callis or if they're gonna have somebody else. They, really say. they may just. It might be one of Jericho's kind of demands. I think yeah. he's supposed to not. I, Don Callis hasn't done anything with New Japan since he uh, done anything with Impact. I think he's a show here or there. Now I know even he was doing the podcast with Lance Storm. Uh, Killing the town, but that he hasn't done that in about a year since he took since he. And I don't think that's coming back as Lance Storm. I believe he's an agent now with WWE. So yeah, yeah. So Lance Storm, he, he closed up his um uh, his training school and everything. I listened to his uh, podcast when he was on Jericho's podcast the other day. Yeah, that was excellent. But I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, it is Wrestle Kingdom. Jericho's going to be there, and may, you know, he may say, "Hey, fly down." You know, I want Don Callis to fly with me. So yeah, maybe he's going to do a show or two. So yeah, I mean, who if, knows? What if he brought Tony Schiavone with him? Tony Schiavone and uh, Kevin Kelly called Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, I mean, they'll have probably Chris Charlton, probably. Well, Rocky Romero, I'm oh, assuming, yeah. because I don't see Rocky's not in any matches, right? Yeah, maybe maybe it's Rocky and Chris, Chris Charlton and Kevin Kelly then. Who knows? I, I, no problem with me there. Yeah. I'm, no I'm, problem there. So top five, I mean, if you, may, you may, if you have the same one as I do, no, I didn't we'll just do one top five. What's what's the card? What's yours, sir? I didn't think of one because I thought we were just doing Well, it, let's, I mean, it, obviously <laughs> this is a special show. So just give me your top five matches you're looking forward okay. to. If you can only watch five matches from these two nights, which, which ones are they? Okay, so I have to say the main event, both main events. So Okada versus uh, Kotobushi and then the double title match. Okay. okay. Um, Will Ospreay versus uh, Hiromu. That's three. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to throw in Moxley versus uh, Lance Archer and then Jericho versus Tanahashi. I am going to agree with everything that you said, sir, but I'm going to take out Moxley uh, in the Moxley match just for another hard-hitting match, Kenta and oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's going to be great. And then that, that junior tag match on the two is going to be great. So there's... All the, the Liger stuff's going to be emotional yeah. just because I guess Liger on these shows he's been doing, even uh, like the non-New Japan shows, like he's been doing like the – the Japanese indies where he's been like doing okay. six and eight mans yeah. where he's coming out as a different liger oh, every awesome. so. So yeah. So this whole year you've seen pretty much every like you've seen the Kishin liger with the Suzuki stuff, battle liger, yeah, dark liger, the you've seen black the black liger. liger. Yeah. You basically seen every version of liger. So you wonder he may just do the, just the two regular ligers, which I got no problem with, but maybe he'll do like super liger. Yeah. Which would be pretty cool. And, and which I, is I like, Jericho. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. It's with the blonde hair. Yeah, it is. Um, I forgot about that. I was thinking the other one. Um, what was I going to say now? Oh yeah, he, I read somewhere that he said he's not going to take the mask off till retirement. And I was like, well, that's kind of smart. Why not? Why yeah, no, yeah, no problem with that. Absolutely. And I, you know, obviously, you probably see him doing commentary what, like yeah, Milano Clash say, Eighteen yeah. and Chono used to do. And yeah. Used to do. yeah, absolutely. Keep the keep the mask on. Yeah, because that's that's still money. That's going to be profit until he dies, and then even after his family's going to make profit off it. So yeah, keep the mask, and I'm I'm assuming he'll still do commentary. I mean, why why wouldn't you? And probably help with training too. Yeah, I think he still teaches at the school there, but I have an autographed Liger mask. Oh, yeah, then you got that for Christmas last year? Uh, a couple years ago. Yeah. We actually do, we sit down for dinner. We usually do what Amber and Lily call daddy trivia. So the one question I have, and usually I have a whole bunch of like dollar scratch out. So it's like, who's dad's favorite wrestler when he was a kid? Hulk Hogan. Who's his favorite wrestler of all time? Ricky Steve-O. Who's his favorite X-Men? Wolverine, whoever gets one right. 
So I said, since we since we've been living in the house, since I you know me and Amber were married so eight years, what's the best Christmas present? I, I and it was I said it's a t- it's tied for two. I said, what's the best Christmas present? And I was like, they're definitely gonna. Now I got the PlayStation and the Liger mask the same year. I'm like, they're both gonna say the PlayStation. No reason to say the Liger mask. And Lily goes. Didn't you get that Jushin guy mask Justin. autograph? I'm like, oh my god, how did you know that? I'm like, here you go. That's awesome. I got it for Christmas. I want to say it was like four or five years ago. It was like after about a year and a half after the PlayStation Four was out. Oh, okay, yeah. So it wasn't eight hundred dollars. It was only like four or five hundred. Yeah, yeah, but it's still it's not cheap. You're not buying an autographed Jushin Liger mask for fifty bucks. And if you are, yeah. hell of a deal. Yeah. No, I think. Uh, yeah, I think what she got on High Spots. I think it's like fifty, sixty bucks or something they have. Oh wow. Hmm. How about that? But there we go, sir. Anything else before we wrap this up? No, I, I, I just want. Do you think we'll have like? Oh, obviously we will. But who, who do you think is gonna get like the real grandiose big entrance, like uh, like Kenny had last time? Okada. Yeah, Tanahashi. Naito. Tana. Jericho's gonna demand it, and as well as he should. He's the biggest star. Yeah. You know, from a worldwide thing. You can see a lot of them. I mean, how's Liger not yeah. get one? He's gonna you know? have to have. A, he's gonna come out. So the. Yeah, the opposing team will come out first, and then obviously Liger's team will come out second. He comes out last in a big, uh, crazy entrance. Maybe he comes out like a, in a big robot Liger, and then he gets out of the robot Liger or something like that. I see something crazy, very anime-inspired. Now, you know how during when they do the Royal Rumble, they usually have like legends, and they, those certain legends get huge pops. I'm telling you right now, Fujinami may get like a, a Tanahashi-style pop. I, I can see when yeah, because yeah, they respect those legends. It was like Fujinami and Anoki were the ones that really put it on the map in the late seventies, early eighties. So I, I think like if Fuji, when Fujinami comes out, he's going to get like a top. Like I mean, how many wrestlers times two are on both these shows? Like yeah. you're going to see 50, 60 different entrances. He's going to get a top ten pop. I think yeah, I, I can see that. And then when Otani hits a drop kick, they're going to be like, yeah. Like I don't think he's going to do anything off the top rope. Maybe, <laughs> but that's going to be a big pop too. You think he's gonna hit the springboard drop kick, or he's gonna do one running off the top? Probably just running, but I, I think he could probably still do a springboard one. But I don't know about the one off the top. Maybe. I don't now know. is your guy gonna do the double power bomb I, into the DVD? I, I'd say he does the double power bomb. Maybe not into the DVD or the double DVD, but I think he does the double power bomb. Do they do their uh, the power bomb and the kick off the top rope uh, combination thing? Oh, that'd be awesome uh, if they did, but probably not. I don't know. Yeah. We're gonna find out. I sure that's where the text messages are gonna be flying yeah. between me and you at three thirty in the morning. And, and that's, <laughs> that's gonna be on this match. And that's match. Uh, well, the first match after the, the pre-show matches. So looking yeah. forward to that one at that three yeah, thirty a.m. Yeah, when I find out, I know usually Meltzer puts on what time he has to. I know he usually says that. It starts around 11, 11.30 by him. Mm-hmm. So that's two o'clock for us. Yeah. He's on the West Coast, so he'll usually put. On his Twitter, I know you. I don't think you have Twitter, but I'll no. check his Twitter, and then I'll, I'll from there I'll let you know because we okay. go on New Japan 1972. It just basically gives you the gong time in Tokyo. Yeah, so, so that don't really but, help me at all. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll find out. I will get that out to you, and then I will give that out to the fans, guys. If you guys want to get a hold of us at all, if you want to talk about Wrestle Kingdom, uh, talk about Rise of Skywalker again. I talked about it nausea. I still talk about it again. Just hit me up on the social media. Uh, Matt underscore Turner OF on the Instagram and the Twitter as well. And partner, why don't you close this out for uh, the special edition episode 81? Yeah, episode 81, the lost episode 80. <laughs> All Wrestle Kingdom preview with a little bit of Star Wars talk. Hey, Wrestle Kingdom's coming. It's three days away. Definitely watch it. To, to quote Seth Rollins' terrible tweet, the best pro wrestling in the world, period. <laughs> All right, we'll see you in a few days for a regular episode.